0: Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday. And what is Wednesday? Wednesday Wednesday's Honor Day. Honored to be here with Judge Andrew Napolitano, a man of the true American spirit, and not just in his heart and soul, but in his mind and knowledge. There's no one that I know, and I'd like for anybody to tell me if they know anybody better, that knows the Constitution of this United States and the Bill of Rights what it means, what it is, and what's happened to it, and how we've lost those rights and how the Constitution's just been shredded. Uh, Judge, thanks for being here again today. Oh, it's a pleasure, uh,
1: Gerald. Thank you for your generous introduction.
0: Well, it's not just a fact. And 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 you have an article today, and it's so important because, you know, when the two days before the Ukraine war broke out, the cover of our Trends Journal magazine was from COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Mm. And that's February 22nd, 2022. Russia invades on February 24th. We're very concerned. They're talking more and more about nuclear exchange. You just heard a professor from uh, Russia uh, yesterday saying that if things keep Going the way they are, and Russia keeps being attacked the way they are, there may be a need for a limited nuclear attack. And there's no talk about peace, and there's only talk about war. And war has become the American way. And your article this week is really very important for everybody to read. It will be out tomorrow. And of course, you get more information by going to the judge's site, Judging Freedom judgeknapp.com and and your article war and honesty can the president fight any war he wishes I just want to stop right over there these little slimeball presidents don't fight any war they send others to go fight these little clown boys these arrogant little big mouths couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. Which is the biggest fighter? Oh, how about um how about Richard Nixon? No, no, LBJ. Now there's a real man for you. How about Woodrow Wilson? Now there's a fighter. How about Franklin Roosevelt? Oh man, what a tough guy he was. Hey, how about. The Nobel piece of crap prize winner, Barack Obama. Now there's a real man that will fight. Now, how about little Georgie Bush? So anyway, going back to your article, can the president fight any war he wishes? Can Congress fight any war it chooses? And again, little Lindsey Graham fighting, they don't fight, they only send people to fight. Are the constitutional, legal, and moral requirements that must first be met Before war is waged, are there constitutional, legal, and moral requirements that must first be met before war is waged? Can the president and Congress dupe the public? These questions should be central to the debate over the U.S. involvement in Ukraine. What debate?
1: There is no debate. In the Vietnam uh, era, there was a debate every day, everywhere, in the streets, on television, in the classrooms. There's no debate over Ukraine because the media mouths what the CIA feeds to it, and it's the pro-government line. You could count on two hands and you wouldn't even use all your fingers. You, the Trends Journal, Uh, and a few of our friends and my website and and my podcast are the only ones that have become the central focus uh, for the peace movement in America. My arguments uh, tend to be more legalistic because of my background. Uh, Can Congress declare war on Russia? No, because we've signed treaties saying we will only declare war on a country that poses an immediate national security threat to the United States. Does Russia pose such a threat to the United States? No, the United States poses such a threat to Russia because we have $50 billion worth of equipment on the ground in Ukraine shooting at Russian boys so that Joe Biden can run for re-election as a wartime president. Did Congress authorize the killing of Russian boys? Did Congress declare war? No and no. Ah, but it did give Joe Biden the blank check. So Congress will allow him to fight an undeclared war. Are there American troops on the ground? Depends how you define it. If you define troops on the ground as guys in uniform and in boots and carrying weapons, the answer is no. If you define boots on the ground as guys in uniform, as guys wearing boots and weapons and out of uniform, the answer is yes. There are American troops there. And they're pulling triggers that send American-made projectiles to kill Russian boys. What do you expect the Russians to do about it? And what you just
0: said is not what you're just thinking or what you may believe. It's a fact because our Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, the former former murderer General O was in in Iraq killing people, whose last job was sitting on the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor in the United States, and accordingly made $7 million by sitting on board of directors before he was appointed as secretary of defense, has admitted, has admitted that American personnel, advisors, advisors are in Ukraine, because of the weaponry, and it's very complicated weaponry, we want to make sure that, you know, it's not misused and not, yeah.
1: And, so why, and, is- why, and why did he admit it? Because the documents that they blamed that young kid in Massachusetts on for leaking, the authenticity and accuracy of which the government has never challenged, reveal that American troops are on the ground and reveal that Lloyd Austin and all his senior military people believe that Ukraine will lose the war and still we're sending billions We said another 6 billion since you and I were on air together. Yeah. As That's this country's country body in front of us. Oh, that, did you see that, that train
0: on that bridge that collapsed in, uh, in Montana and all the, the filthy crap in the train or all the poisons went into the water. Oh, that yeah. hardly made the news. That's that. Who cares? Everywhere you drive, boom, 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 boom. The roads are rotting. The peep. The streets are filled with homeless. Crime is on the rise. The middle class is shrinking. But yet, more money going into fighting this war. But again, your article is so important because what you're saying and you're showing how. They have robbed us of our constitutional rights. These questions should be central to the debate over the U.S. involvement in Ukraine. What debate? As you said, the media are mouthing what the CIA is telling them. Again, they're prostitutes. They're media whores. They get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whore masters. Go back to fairness and accuracy reporting, fair, and go back to, to the Iraq War, And they have the numbers of people on the TV shows that supported the war and that were against the war. And it's like less than 3% to 5% were against the war. And they fired that guy, Phil Donahue, on CNBC for coming out against the war.
1: Right, right.
0: But your article goes on, and it's very important, because you also talk about, like, they made up this thing with DWI.
1: The government can't, the Congress can't regulate speed limits and it can't regulate the amount, there's a point for all this, can't regulate the amount of alcohol in your vein before they charge you with DWI. That's a state issue. But the Congress can bribe the states to change their laws. Hey, lower your speed limits to 55. Lower the um, amount of blood alcohol in the veins to 0.08, and we'll give you enough money to repave all the federal highways in your state. And of course, the states take the cash and they cave. If you or I showed up in Trenton or in Albany and said, here's a hundred million dollars, now write a law that I want, we'd be arrested for bribery or attempted bribery. Congress has uh, uh, insulated itself, immunized itself from bribery when it bribes the states. That's an example of how Congress goes outside the Constitution. Now back to war, how does Congress go outside the Constitution? Well, it can't declare war because Russia poses no threat, but Congress can spend your money any way it wants, including spending your money on $400 million to give to the grifters in Kyiv, and 60 billion dollars to give to those same people in the form of military equipment no we didn't declare war but we're giving you all the all the guns and ammo that you want so you can kill all the russians uh, that you can you see how they lie to us because they took an oath to preserve protect and defend the constitution and they go outside it domestically by bribing the states internationally by giving um, military material and cash to another country to fight our wars, to Victoria Nuland, to Tony Blinken, to Lloyd Austin, to Jake Sullivan, to Joe Biden. Ukraine is a battering ram to drive Putin from office. And guess what? They are not gonna succeed and they're in so deep, they don't have an off-ramp and they don't know what to do. So what do they do when they don't know what to do? As you would say, as the great Gerald Salenti would say, they take you to war. In this case, we're already in war. What are they going to do? Kill more people. Kill more people. That's what they do.
0: And your article, I mean, again, this War Powers Act, this War Powers Resolution, uh, it, it requires the presidential notification of Congress to use American
1: military force. It's unconstitutional. Of course it's unconstitutional because only Congress can authorize it. Nixon vetoed it, but it was it was enacted uh, over his uh, over his veto. He vetoed it for the wrong reason. He vetoed it because he felt it crimped his style. Nixon was such a lover of the presidency. He thought presidents literally could fight any war, declare any war, wage any war the the heck with Congress. But the war powers resolution is Congress giving away its war-making power to the president as long as he tells them about it. Then Congress forms the Gang of Eight, which is the Congress within the Congress. That's the chair and ranking member of the House and Senate Intelligence Committees and the uh, Republican and Democrat leader of both houses of Congress. And when the president tells something to the Gang of Eight, hey, Yevgeny uh, uh, Pergouzian is about to march on Moscow. It's Wednesday this is going to happen on Saturday. Can they tell anybody else in the Congress? Can they tell the press? Can they tell the people they represent? No, they're bound to secrecy. So the president can kill all he wants, can wage all the coups that he wants, as long as he tells the Gang of Eight and they can't tell anybody. What the hell kind of a government is that, that that makes its decisions to kill and does kill in secret? And you're not making up
0: that name, gang of eight. No, that's what they call that's themselves. They call themselves right. a gang, a gang of eight, a gang of eight low life pieces of crap that could care less about we, the people, and are only interested in their arrogant narcissistic ways of Running and ruining our lives—a gang of eight. It's a crime syndicate. By their name and
1: by their deeds,
0: you shall know them. Gang of eight.
1: You know, by by the way, there there was an intel report to the gang of eight on Wednesday. Of course, it's secret. We don't know what it's about. We assume it, it was about uh, Prigozhin's so-called uh, march as a result of which Putin came off as a patient peacemaker, totally in charge. The CIA thought this was going to ruin Putin. He's stronger today than he was last week. Oh no,
0: not according to the media. He's on his way out. He's going right. on. You're not, you're not listening. You're not paying attention to CNN or, or <laughs> ABC or F U C K, you know, because that's all they are. That's all they are. A bunch of them Here, since 2000 alone, the U.S. engaged in 30 interventions at level four, usage of force, or five, war. The post-Cold War era has produced fewer greater power conflicts and instances in which to defend vital U.S. interests, yet U.S. military interventions continue at high rates and higher hostilities, the authors explained of this this. Uh, Uh, report that just came out this is it's disgusting the study found that over the past two and a half centuries 34 percent of u.s interventions have been against countries in latin america and the caribbean 23 percent in east asia and the pacific 14 percent in the middle east and north africa and 13 percent
1: in europe What kind of country is this? This is a country that is determined to build uh, an empire like the Romans, and like the Romans, it will uh, collapse of its own uh, weight. You can add to that list the 903, 903 foreign military installations that we have. There is no human on the planet that can name all 903 of them. Except maybe the people that write the checks in Washington D.C. to pay for it.
0: Mankind must put an end to war, or war will put an end to mankind," said John F. Kennedy.
1: What happened to him? Yeah, and that, that was dead. that was his great. I think if I'm if I remember it right, that was his great speech at American University. Yep. Uh, 60 years ago in in June uh, of 63 five months later he was he was dead
0: That's right If you tell a big if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. Think of the press as a great keyboard on which the government can play. Joseph Goebbels
1: Wow. I was going to guess Goebbels, but I was afraid I might be wrong. That's right up his alley. And of course, he used that masterfully in the 30s. And
0: you write in your article about how the CIA tells the press what to say.
1: Yes. So, MI6, MI6 is just as bad. They bribe the press. Here's some information. Uh, make us look good. and the press uh, pr- And the press does. It's a head scratcher. You know, you and I lived through the Vietnam era. The press was the great adversary of LBJ in the Vietnam War. Now yep. the press is the great ally uh, yep. of Joe Biden in the Ukraine war. I mean, everybody all over, uh, my my friends and former colleagues at Fox are just as much at fault uh, for this as uh, are their adversaries at CNN and MSNBC. It's indistinguishable when it comes to this uh, war. And of the candidates running for office, only Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and RFK Jr. are against this war. Uh, All the other uh, Republicans, you know, Chris Christie and uh, uh, Nikki Haley and and Tim Scott and Asa Hutchinson, and and I can't even remember all of them, uh, they're all uh, on Joe Biden's side. Uh, They sound like Lindsey Graham. Well, nobody sounds as bad as Lindsey Graham, but they mouth the same argument.
0: And and they keep putting that clown Lindsey Graham on all the time, all yes, the they time, He's all over the place. Yes. And Chris he, Christie he is, the,
1: he is the mouthpiece for the warmongers. mongers, and uh, now that his patron John McCain is gone, he he's even more of a mouthpiece. And yeah, and they just they, but but peace isn't allowed to be spoken about. And you'll talk about
0: Christie being for war. Look at that slob, that f- that that blimp could hardly walk up a a flight of stairs and he's all for war. Anybody that's for war, go over there, go put on your military drag and go fight, send your money, (coughs) send your family or shut your mouth. And again, peace is forbidden. You've been at a number of our Occupy Peace rallies. The last one we had was sensational again. And we had Dennis Kucinich here, you know it was it was a blowout and like unlike the ones you were here zero press coverage <laughs> despite sending out thousands and thousands of press releases zero if,
1: press coverage if it had been a pro war rally press would have covered it peace is forbidden in the united
0: states i am one of the most hated men in kingston new york because i hold peace and freedom rallies
1: wow so listen, everybody listen when I when I have been I've been at all of those rallies, but one I was away, as you know, the last one. Yep. The people in Kingston love you and love the rally. I realize there are elites that hate you, but the crowds, the throngs. Oh, the crowd. The yeah. police who are there love oh, yeah. you and love the message.
0: Yep. Oh, the Kingston police are the best. They don't bother you for little crap. Right. You, you know, they don't do that stuff here. And they're real men and women. But going back, everybody, please tune into the judge. He's going to have he great people on: Phil Giraldi, uh, McGregor, uh, uh, Scott Ritter. You go to Judging Freedom, and, and and he's 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 giving you what with so many. There's nobody again, There's nobody knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights like the judge, and and we're fighting for freedom. So go to uh, Judging Freedom on YouTube. And and uh, and spread the word. Of I mean, course, we have the Trends Journal magazine, with the judge is talking about so much of this. A lot of this information has been repeated over and over as well in the Trends Journal, the coming from the judge that we use. And uh, we're doing everything we can to fight for freedom. And we are on. We're on the brink of nuclear annihilation. We have mentally deranged people in charge of our lives. They're satanic and demonic. That's the way I see it. And and think for yourself. I mean. What, how come they don't talk about peace? So hit the like button and, and subscribe and, and, uh, and spread the word. Judge, thanks so much for being here.
1: Oh, you're and, welcome. Uh, I, I know that I don't have anything to do with writing the trends journal, but there might be a photograph in next week's trends journal of three of their favorite people together at dinner on Sunday night. I won't say who I'll surprise, surprise your reviewers. But okay. they'll love that photograph and and the joy amongst those three friends.
0: Yeah, we do everything we can to live the highest spirit of life. So our sadness and anger, you know, is about, you know, what's going on and, and how it reflects the need to do this. There's a great quote. He who is not angry when there is just cause for anger is immoral. Why? Because anger looks to the good of justice. And if you can live amid injustice without anger, you are immoral as well as unjust. St. Thomas Aquinas. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So amen and a women. (laughs) See you next week, Judge. Thank you, Gerald. God love you. All the best.